Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and every one of you, wherever you are listening in this world. Welcome to another session of Sunday Mornings with me, C. Maria, a.k.a. The Mediator and Shiro, right here at our Ground Zero. As always, when I say Ground Zero, I want you to understand that I don't mean that we're at rock bottom. It simply means that we are on solid ground. We are able to get our footing, dig in deeply, and then propel ourselves forward so that we can soar with the eagles. We will continue to rise. A special hello and good morning to my friend all the way from the UK. Simon is here. Good morning, my dear. How are you? It's afternoon where he is, but good morning from me to you here. Uh, I love it when... We all come together. Hey, Miss Pretty. Miss Pretty is back this week. Thank you so much for being here. Miss Pretty is one of our longtime listeners and supporters. She is here as well. Uh, Welcome to everyone and all of you who are listening throughout the world on our players. For those of you who want to join the conversation live, our number is 646 
478-4726. For those of you welcome who are in our call query, uh, if you'd like to uh, join in our conversation, you press the number one on your phone, and I will be more than happy to bring you on air. All I ask is that you come with uh, respect. Uh, if I open up the lines and you are someone with any type of uh, inappropriate or hate speech or whatever, I will turn your numbers over to the proper authorities. Secondly, if you have a private number, I will not bring private numbers on air. So again, welcome to each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being here. I want you to enjoy our conversation today, and hopefully our conversation will help you to uh, start off your week at a much better place. This is about us talking things out, working through them, coming together so that we can continue on this journey of this thing called life, because the journey is so much better when you have friends along for that travel. For those of you who may be new, let me tell you a little bit about how our show flows. I always start off with our greetings and salutations, and then we'll go into some of our analytics. We'll give shout-outs to the countries, provinces, and states here in the U.S. who had the highest listenership. And then we'll go into our stress relief and release segment. That's a breathing exercise. I need you to be in a lying or seated position only, lying or seated position only. You cannot be standing for our breathing exercises because our eyes are closed. I do not want you to lose your balance, get hurt, not see something coming, whatever you're doing. I need you to be in a lying or seated position. I need you to be in a stationary position, lying or seated. Okay? And, of course, if there are moments of silence, prayerfully, they won't be due to technical difficulties. They will be because I give you those moments to digest what has been discussed up to that moment. Figure out where you can apply it in your lives. And then, if you know someone who could benefit from our programs, please share, share away, and come back often to listen to our replays. If you missed a note or something, shortly after the show ends, the replay will be available for you. Again, welcome to guest number three over in our show chat room as well. Thank you for being here. Thank you all for being here today. So we're going to start with our breathing exercises. I need you to be in that peaceful place. I need you to be in that lying or seated position. We're going to do our breathing exercises to start this week off right. Lying or seated, eyes closed. Let's begin. Let's inhale. Inhale all of that clean, crisp air. Now exhale slowly. One more time, inhale. Now exhale slowly. Let's do that one more time with me. Inhale. Now exhale slowly. Give you a few moments of silence here.
Keep breathing. Inhale. Now exhale. Inhale. Now exhale. Continue to be still throughout our program, except for my diehard students who always have their pad and pencils ready to take notes all the time. There's nothing I can do to change their thought processes and what they do, so you continue to do what you love to do. So today is all about choices and mistakes, but before we get into that, let me give you some shout-outs and tell you who the provinces and countries and uh, areas are here in the U.S. with the highest listenership. We try to do this every uh, week. At the end of the week, I go and look at our stats, and I'd like to shout out those countries and and areas who uh, continue to be some of our biggest supporters. The United States of America, the United Kingdom, Cambodia, India, Kuwait, Mexico, Uganda, France, And I believe for the first time, we're welcoming Austria to our family. Again, that's the United States of America, the United Kingdom, Cambodia, India, Kuwait, Mexico, Uganda, France. And we are welcoming Austria to our listening audience. Welcome Austria to our listening audience. You know, it's so wonderful when we have that time to see who's joining in, who, how far we're reaching. And every week, I am so, so, so happy to see that we are reaching new places because it's my hope, before I take my last breath, that we reach as many people as we can with our programming. So I thank you for being here. And again, welcome, Austria, to our family. And here in the United States, we have New York, Maryland, California, Washington State, Oregon, Texas, Minnesota, Illinois, Tennessee, Florida, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and Virginia. We're only missing about four or five states that um, we haven't really cracked into that market yet. But these are the top, the states with the top listenership, New York, Maryland, California, Washington State, Oregon, Texas, Minnesota, Illinois, Tennessee, Florida, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and Virginia. Thank you so much for all of your support week after week. Thank you, Simon. Thank you, Miss Pretty. Thank you to all of our guests who are joining callers with numbers I see week after week. Thank you so much for being here. And this coming Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, USA, um, we will have the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe. Same place right here, same call-in. Um, we'll have a special guest, Marvin Anderson. He was a guest approximately four, four and a half years ago. Uh, back then, he was speaking about being a reformed domestic violence perpetrator 
and what a difference that four years has made. Uh, Marvin will be sharing his journey, and now he's walking into a new truth for himself. So, therefore, I would love for you all to um, join us this coming Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And if it's outside of your time zone, the replay will be up. Come back and listen to the replay because I believe that this will be a very enlightening and informative show. Uh, I'd love for you to come back and listen and, of course, send us your feedback. Um, Leaders, if you are a leader, community leaders, church leaders, whomever you are, if you are in that leadership role, please join us this Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for the Focus Females Global Chat Cafe. It's going to be a dynamic show. Our very first return program, Marvin had stopped by just to chat for a while. Um, So if you come to our page and you look that up, you can get a feel for what we will be discussing uh, this coming Tuesday. So today, this is part two of a two-part series. This is all about choices versus mistakes. You know, too many of us settle for comfort instead of happiness. Many of us appreciate the more exceptional things life offers, some of us, and those who do not have long to someday. What does it mean when we choose to settle for comfort instead of happiness? Today we will be delving into this aspect of human decision-making. This week, last week we did um, comfort versus happiness. And today we're talking about why we make the choices that we do. This show is part two of a two-part series. As I said, we conclude this segment this week. We're discussing the choices versus mistakes. Sit back a while and join me as we continue our journey on this road called life. And our inspiration for this week is the same it's been for a while. Because I want you all to understand this. This is when we know that we're walking on the right path. May the road you choose to take be the road less followed. Because you know what? Life is full of bumps, pit stops, uh, roadblocks, whatever you want to say, setback, downfalls, pitfalls, whatever you want to call them. When we follow the road that everyone else is following, number one, it's congested. Number two, when you make that choice to follow that road, Now, if you're riding and suddenly you turn left when you meant to turn right, that's a mistake. And you end up on that road where you do not belong. You figure out the quickest way to make a U-turn and get back to where you belong. But when you choose to take that road that everyone is on, you made that choice to get stuck in traffic. You made that choice to slow your road to your destination. You made that choice. Because for whatever reason, maybe you thought that it would be a lot less bumps in the road because people have already paved that road, people have taken care of all of that for you, without considering the other ramifications of that action, because most people will take the low road instead of the higher road. Number one, because it takes more effort to get there. Number two, because a lot of people are afraid of traveling down that road less traveled because it leads us into the unknown. A lot of people don't want to do that. In life, 
We make either mistakes or we make choices. Not every choice is a mistake. People don't make mistakes by choice. I meant to have these up already. Let's talk about this for a moment. A choice, the act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possibilities. Let me say that again. Choice, an act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possibilities. Now let's look up mistake definition. An action or judgment that is misguided or wrong. Verb to be wrong about. I don't really like the way that that uh, is giving us this. To make a wrong judgment about something. It's a mistake. It's not something that you chose to do. You figured out, okay, I'm going to go right instead of left. Even though everyone in the world told me to go left because that's the road less traveled, I'm going to go right anyway. Is that a mistake or is that a choice? So many of us would argue this point and say, well, I made a mistake. I made a bad choice. A choice is something that you do consciously. Many mistakes, there's something that's a reaction instead of a response. A choice is a response. A mistake is usually a reaction. It may not be a good uh, reaction. It may lead to some serious consequences, but they are mistakes. And just like in this current environment and climate here in the U.S. and all over the world, so many people, we will see them with the flags and the burning crosses and this and that, preaching hate, 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 hate. And then when they get caught and they're before a judge, oh, I made a mistake. I'm not really like this. No, you made the choice to get dressed, to get out there with the rallies, to get out there with the hate mongers. You made the choice. It wasn't a mistake until you got caught. You see, a lot of times, some people, the things that they identify as a mistake were choices until the ramification of their actions puts them in such a negative light. They want to try to turn the tables and call it a mistake. Classic examples, domestic violence. When we're there with those abusers, they choose to be nasty because they know they can. They choose to be nasty because they know they can. Then a few minutes later, maybe I made a mistake. Please forgive me. They didn't make a mistake. They used that word mistake. To keep the abused at bay. They use that word mistake. And so many of us. We have that Stockholm syndrome. We have that syndrome that causes us to stay with people who harm us. It's one of my quiet moments here. Because I need you all to take this and understand that when we are doing this, we're making conscious decisions. Every choice we make is a conscious decision. It's not a mistake. Mistakes we do things without thinking usually. Mistakes we do things. Let's see if we can look up 
for instance, um, a choice versus a mistake. Let's see what we can find here today to see if there's something that we can use. The examples aren't, these examples aren't mis- mistakes, though they're bad decisions. Selecting the wrong answer on a test is a mistake. Not studying for the test is a bad decision. The mistake was something you did without intention. The bad decision was something that was made intentionally, often without regard for the consequences. And that's mistakes versus bad decisions. And there's a lot of this mistake versus bad decisions on here. Let's see what we have here. And what is it the old adage go, you never make the same mistake twice? Because the next time you do it, it's a choice. It's not a mistake. It is a choice. You know, I I sit back and I look at my life, and this is when you get into that. I put myself in that vulnerable place, and I start to reflect upon how I have come to be here with you all today, right here where we are today. How did I get here? The name of the, the network is Healing Through Hurt. This is Sunday mornings with C. Maria, but it's one of the shows that falls under the umbrella of the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network. All of this had come about because the very first show was Healing Through Hurt. You know, the road to our hurt may be different slightly, but the, the end is the same. We're all hurt. We're looking for our path back to healing, hope, joy health, all of that. We can't do that by ourselves because if we don't have someone to help us to identify our shortcomings and our mistakes versus our choices, then we're going to stay into that thing called insanity, that vicious cycle where we keep doing the same things over and over again but expecting a different result. I'm still looking for a really good Uh, discussion for fake or bad choice. I just want to list, I see a lot of articles. Some of them seem really good, woman to woman and all of that, and Madame War and all of that. But um, because of my bad planning, and I forgot to pull up the the site that I had found earlier, We're going to keep on this path that we're on right now. So going back to me self-reflecting and and being at that vulnerable place for a while and looking at my life and some of the things that I did, going from childhood up to now. When I was a child, I didn't have a choice. Stay in an abusive home and all of that. I didn't have a choice or to stay around abusive individuals, people who harmed me and hurt me. I didn't have a choice. When you're young, you don't have a choice. The problem is when we start to get older 
and we get that thing called discernment and our brains start to develop and we know how to differentiate what's going on around us and the decisions and all of that. Some of us make the choice to stay where we are. Some of us choose to stay right where we are. For whatever reason, today we're not talking about the reasoning as much as we are the difference between a mistake and a choice. In hindsight, did I see some things that were questionable with my now ex-husband? Probably, but I made the choice. Number one, again, because I had invested a lot into our marriage and into our future. In hindsight, of course, I could have made that choice to not marry him and just lose out on the wedding money that was already invested and all of that, or still continue like I did anyway. Turned our wedding reception into a bit of a family reunion, with or without him. It would have been the same without him. A lot more food, a lot more people could have joined me up on the uh, rise, the seating areas and all of that, and we could have had a great time regardless. Can I come back to you to say and say I made a mistake? You know, had I not seen certain signs, maybe I could tell you that it was a mistake, but it was my choice, and I paid for that choice. And I can stand here today and tell you that it was my, my bad choosing, my bad decision, but it wasn't a mistake. I loved that man right up until he showed his true colors. I saw our future. I'm that type of person, and I've spoken about this a million times. I can see. I'm a visionary. I can see what I want to bring to life. We were well on our way to doing that. He was making money hand and foot in his construction business. It was growing, but that's not what he wanted. He wanted to go back to his old lifestyle. And if you all follow my story, and we're not talking about all of that today, but with my story alone, you know, that um, I did the police checks and all of that. And what are the chances of two men with like birthdays and all of that having identical criminal records? Well, pretty darn good where I was concerned. But in the end, all of it had come together, and so my journey began on this road of someone who was abused but and victimized but never a victim. I followed all of the channels. I became a number in the system, all of that. So the same people I was helping prior to, I had been, I had become one of them. I was right there. Did I hurt? Did I do everything um, that I could to try to keep my sanity together? I sure did. When we talk about our other program, FOCUS, FOCUS is a trademarked acronym. It's a registered trademark. It stands for Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. We offer that to our fellow sisters, to men who need guidance, young girls, boys, whomever it is. It's just an extension of healing through hurt. Healing through hurt is the mother of all of it. But we have to, in this journey, we have to understand and take responsibility for our choices and not mask them as mistakes. I made a mistake. I chose badly. 
A choice is a conscious decision. A mistake is not. You cannot mix and mingle the two. So many people who I have worked with and walked with, when they decide to come to grips in terms with their actions, their responsibility, their accountability, then and only then will you know the difference. Because you see, as long as we mask our bad choices as mistakes, we can't heal. We can't move forward because we're still in that victim mode. We're still in that, I'm innocent. It was just a mistake. No, it wasn't a mistake. We can wake up every single second of a day and keep making mistakes. Those are not intentional. Choices are conscious decisions. If you have all of these people working with you, trying to get you out of a bad situation, and you choose to stay, you don't mistake to stay, you choose to stay. So many of us say, I don't want to give up my house, I don't want to give up my car, you know, I don't want to give up this and that. You're not thinking about anybody but yourself. It's the choice that you made, but after a point, sometimes, depending on the choices that we made, that leads to having other people who we are harming as well. It's not a mistake. You know, I had a real heart-to-heart talk, or tried to. It would appear that some family members, and you all know my story with my mother and I, it's very, um, what's the word I want to use? I'm a daughter of a narcissistic mother. This woman is a manipulator. She doesn't tell the truth quite often. And the same people gave her this wonderful party for her birthday, a surprise party, last weekend to be exact. She's dogged them out too. The only time that she appreciates and loves them is when they are worshiping her. So I told her, I said, okay, so there was a party or something. I said, I would not have felt comfortable going and I wouldn't have gone anyway. Because the same people who were hosting it were the people, if you follow me, you know, the people who tried to exercise me. Back in 2013, when I was sick and down and out in the hospital, they showed up uninvited to tell me about how awful I am and how much my mother's the salt of the earth. And I always say, she's salt in my wounds, but no more, because I'm healed from that. And I sent her a long, drawn-out text message because I told you I can't talk to her verbally because she will then change around everything, and here they come out of the woodworks. But the gist of that story is, Over the years, I have told you all that I chose to try to make things work with her. I chose to extend that olive branch to the meat eater. When God was telling me to walk away and leave her to him, I was the one making the choice. Now, without getting into all of it today, this is how that story had gone down. When she responded back, she turned everything around, didn't mention anything about the abuse, about the neglect, nothing of that that I had written to her. She changed it around and talked the whole time about her again. One thing that she said was that she didn't know why any family member ever attacked me. She had nothing to do with anything. No influence, did no nothing. She just, so you're telling me, because I told her, I said I made a conscious decision after family member attacked me on January 3rd, 2017, the last time that I was going to walk away from this so-called pseudo-family. I made the choice, and it was the best choice that I have made 
in my life. I chose to listen to what God was telling me all along. I had to leave them in order for me to rise, in order for me to start sowing into the next leg of my journey. I had to walk away from them. So with the salt of the earth, who so many of these people worship like a god, this person that, this, that they worship, according to her own text message to me, it was all them. She had zero responsibility in anything. So why would I want to stay around a group of people who wake up in the morning? These are people I don't see from one year to the next. So they're going to wake up in the morning and decide to call me or text me or send me a message or invite me to their homes to pull me aside and tell me how much of a monster I am where she's concerned. These are people I don't talk to. From one year to the next, they know nothing about me, and I know nothing about them. But according to my mother, she's innocent. She hasn't had any influence on anything. So all of these different family members, and some of them aren't even with us anymore, just wake up, woke up one morning and decided to attack me on her behalf. Then she went into uh, the fact that I already knew, she already said her entire life that the person who we thought was our grandfather wasn't her father. And then she said when she went to get her passport, there was a different woman's name on her mother's name. And she said, just last week, she says, um, well, you know, I thought that maybe it was a typo or something, but the lady at the office showed me other medical records and things that had the same woman's name on. So she paid. This is what she said. She paid to have the name taken off of her birth certificate and the name of her older sibling put on there in its place. Because, you know, God doesn't want her to know. And if God wants her to do this and if God wants her to do that, I said, you know, wait, you have children and they have children. So you're telling me that we might not begin to these dysfunctional people at all, but we aren't supposed to know where we came from. I have health conditions that aren't tying back to any family member that I have now because maybe these, aren't, these people aren't my family at all. Maybe there's someone else. But because my mother makes the choice that suits her and her alone, she doesn't care about anybody else. This is someone who I've never heard admit or take responsibility or accountability for any of her mistakes. This is somebody who I've never heard say that she was sorry for anything. This is the person that told me, well, you know, some people make up their choices about you on their own. And I welcome um, when people give me uh, feedback, uh, when people um, – try to tell me what's wrong with me. That right there was, no. When you even, If she even thinks that someone's about to tell her about herself, oh, no, my mother can curse worse than a sailor. She does not take to that very well. So I'm saying this to let you all know that a lot of times, so many of us, we chose to stay in those places where we don't belong anymore. And sometimes we have to make the choice to walk away from people that we have known our entire lives. We have to make that choice. See, my mother doesn't know that I know that each family member has told me what she's told them. Now, somebody is lying. You all listening to this story can decide which side you want to be on. Most people side with the family because it's family listening. But the bottom line is, is, is simple. So many of you go through this. And you want to know how to make the choice. Because for you to choose unwisely, is an awful mistake, or is it? I need you all to understand something. I need you to understand that everything that you do consciously, 
You are choosing to do. Don't come to me with tears in your eyes. I made a mistake. I made a mistake after it falls apart. Because unless it falls apart, you all will continue to walk proudly in your choice. So many of us, we tend to walk proudly in that choice until it falls apart. Then we want to argue that it was a mistake. Mistakes, once they're discovered, you usually try to correct them and say you're sorry and move on. For many of us, that's how it works. When you make that choice, as long as you're on that high ride, you could care less. It's not a mistake until it falls apart. I'm here to tell you that I made some really bad choices. Yes, C. Maria, the famous C. Maria who's known all over the world. C. Maria, the teacher, the speaker, the motivator, the inspirator, the visionary. I've made bad choices. They are mine and mine alone to claim they are mine and mine alone to take accountability for. They are mine and mine alone. Family members can say what they want. That's why the main ones I always talk to them through some type of text where I can keep a rolling record of what was said because they're not to be trusted. I made the choice to walk away from my family. There you go. I said it. Yes, God was trying to tell me that it's what I needed to do, but I chose for many years to hang around and every year get invited to a family function and get pulled into a personal room and tell me what I'm doing to dear old mom. What? You don't know anything about what I'm doing to dear old mom. You haven't talked to me in two years. So where are you getting this from? But according to dear old mom, she hasn't had any role in anything. These people just wake up and decide to attack me about her out of the clear blue. I made the choice on January the 3rd, 2017, to clear my hands of all of them, except for my immediate family. Yes, my mother's infiltrated everywhere. I have a son who's called me out of my name, called me a bitch, and said that he's aided me, carved it in the side of his bed when he was young, back when my mother said that he was her child, and she's going to do what she wants. That woman destroyed me from the time I came into the womb because I'm a child of an, of an adulterous affair. And she says, I love you from the day I saw you. She's incapable of love. People like her don't love. They only care for you. And they can show compassion, but it's not real. And all of these people said it's our time to worship her because she's been there for everyone else. She was there for everyone else but was never there for me. And it's okay. I'm here to tell you today, it's okay, because had I not walked that journey, I would not have become the world healer that I am today. See, this is the difference when you get into choices and mistakes. As long as we take those choices and mask them as mistakes, we can't get to this point where we can say, yeah, I made that choice. And then if that's a bad decision, I will have to deal with the ramifications of my choice, not my mistake, my choice. Even in law, there's a thing called mutual mistakes. Choices is something different. I'm no better than anyone in my family. I'm no better than my mother. I'm no better than anyone. See, there you go. I said it. 
But I need you all to understand, choices and mistakes are not the same thing. If I were to let her, to walk back into her life right now, I know she hasn't changed a bit. The same crap that I used to go through will start up all over again. Yeah, when I see things from the family, I don't want to read it because I don't care. I'm not coming out for people to hug me and I know that they're talking about me like a dog behind my back. I know that they are praying against me. I've done shows about don't pray for me. If you don't know what I'm going through and I didn't tell you about it, don't you pray for me based on what someone else told you because your prayers could be against me. We have to know when to make those hard choices. We have to know, people, when to make those hard choices. If you have someone good in your life, you make sure you hold on to that person. Don't go out there creeping and cheating and then say, I made a mistake, I got weak. No, you didn't. You made a choice. Even if it was a mistake in the beginning and you sat down with that person, you had an innocent conversation. When you chose to keep it going until it got to that point where you crossed the line, that mistake, that innocent mistake, became a choice. I'm so tired of hearing so many people say, these are Christian people, and I'm about to step on some toes here, because in my opinion, I call them Christian cowards. Because guess what? God is not going to come down here and fight your battles for you. He's going to guide you in everything that you need. He's going to make sure that you have enough strength to make it through. But every time that something goes your way, so many people have left jobs. I didn't want to go, but I'm being forced out. Well, you know what? Maybe you should fight. Oh, no, God's going to take care of me. God's going to take care of me. You know, so many people post on social media, you know, God, we're going to pray for this person. We're going to pray for that. You better pray for yourself to get some good sense because the bottom line is simple. So many of you, poor God, the world is falling apart because he's, his, his hotline is so tied up with your frivolous request. It's a shame. The bottom line is you need to stand up and fight. We cannot win, number one, if we try to do this by ourselves. Number two, if we make the choice to walk away and then say, God's going to take care of me. His hotline is full right now. So the bottom line is simple. You better learn how to stand up and fight. And don't say it was a mistake. I, I did it on a mistake. No, you didn't. You made a conscious decision to be a coward and walk away and say God's going to take care of it. Don't get me wrong. God can create mighty miracles, but God needs us to move too. He needs us to do something for ourselves. He needs us to show him that we are willing to work towards the blessing he is trying to give us. Can I get an amen on that one? This is what he needs you to do. The universe is not going to keep feeding you things for free. Life is a cycle. It's about give and take. It's about choices. Mistakes are just that. They're mistakes. If I'm talking so fast, I may say something that comes out like a curse word. That's a mistake because Lord knows I'm not trying to curse anybody out on my program. That's a mistake. But when I say that my son called me a bitch and my mother called me a whore because she came home one day and two men said, how's your daughter? And she and their jealousy kicked in. I meant to tell you all that because that's exactly how it happened. Yeah, it hurts when my child, who's not a child anymore, he's 34 years old now, 
But when you say, my grandmother is my mother, it hurts me because I gave up all of my hopes and dreams for 18 years. I built the house that I'm still in right now that used to be a rental for me, and then I moved back in it. I built this house to give him a stable environment. When people were attacking him at school, I was the one there, not her, me. But when I told him, no, he couldn't do what he wanted to do or have what he wanted to do, I come home from work. She's bought a McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. I said, you're going to kill him with that artery-clogging fast food. Or if I say he can't have that hundred-plus-dollar set of tennis shoes because he's not hasn't earned it, I come home and she's bought him for him. My mother has always bought her way through life. Or she'll call me and talk about the junk she don't want, and she doesn't feel like paying somebody to come get it, so she'll ask family members if they want it. They'll come and hug her and kiss her and praise her to the highest and take her junk to their house. Or the family members who she's talked about who's too stupid to handle things and who too stupid to learn how to drive or whatever it is on any given day she would talk about. Yes, I was isolated as a child. I came out of the womb with her wanting to isolate me. But when I got up to an age where I had a brain of my own, I had to make the choice of what I was going to do next. And it was always her plan to isolate me and keep me all to herself. And I told her that naturally she didn't even address any of that. It became about her and the woman's name on her birth certificate, who I don't know anything about. So if her father wasn't her father and her mother wasn't her mother, then these people, these dysfunctional people who believe anything they hear from one person aren't my family. But I will live and die not knowing unless I do a lot of research into who that woman was and if she still exists. Now, my mother was very adamant about, leave my name out there. I don't want to do this. Why are you doing an ancestry search? Because I went on, I wanted to know where I came from. I wanted to know why I'm attracted to certain things. I wanted to know why I don't think like other people do. I wanted to know why I have certain health conditions like other people don't. And you all know when I had done, did the show about all of that, that things just aren't adding up. I wouldn't like to take a test with my father to see if he is indeed my father. Because of my mother, I don't know how much of what she said is the truth. I know how she is. I know how vindictive she is. And when I even bring up the fact that, you know, she told me all those years that my father's wife reminded her, I reminded her of what she did to my mother and turn around in 2014 and find out that my mother and father had an adulterous affair directly after his wife gave birth to their first child, a son. I was born nine months later. So it would explain why his wife was an alcoholic whenever my mother used me as her human shield. Julia was drunk. She made the mistake of calling me when she was impaired. But my mother just got that four-finger hand flicker. But when I got old enough to know the difference, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. It was always, it's time for you to walk away because I need you to rise. And I stayed 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 because I felt as though I could fix this and maybe one day she would actually love me from one day. And I had so many signs and people telling me that this was not going to work. And I tried until even after the stunt in my hospital room. When her disciples showed up and tried to exercise me and tell me what some children think. 
because they're educated and they're better than their parents and blah, blah, blah. I got so tired of hearing that story. I heard it as a child. I, she was in the school and she would sit by the door so she could be over there and listen to what they were teaching them over there where the children of doctors and prestigious black people were at and blah, blah, blah. And well, I'm going to do this next year. I'm going to be thin and I'm going to go to school and I'm going to write a book and blah, blah, blah. And she hadn't done one thing but complain. Those were her choices. As a child, I didn't have a choice. Coming into this world, I was one of her mistakes. But it was God's choice for me to be born to her, I think I was born to her, maybe not. Maybe I was switching in the hospital for all I know. I don't know anything about her side anymore, but secrets and lies, secrets and lies. When you choose to stay in that type of an environment, don't you call it a mistake. Because guess what? After I made that choice to walk away, everything has been turning around ever since. The blessings that were put on the back burner that God was waiting for me to come together for, he has started to give to me. If you have something that you want to talk about the day before our show ends, please press the number one on your phone or give us a call at 646-478-4726. Join the conversation. If you have something that you want to get off of your chest and you want to say it wasn't a mistake, it was a choice, you want to talk about it, then let it go and be free, press the number one on your phone to give us a call, then press the number one on your phone, and I'll be sure to bring you on air. But today, it's about remembering our worth. We can't do that if we are still living in our pseudo-mistakes, if we're not living up to the choices that we made. All of these children out here in the world, we can make the choice. No, 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 bro. You either cover that up or we're not doing anything. You either... Or you either get yourself fixed or I'm going to get on medication or whatever needs to get myself fixed so that I'm not bringing children into this world without a two-parent home if that's what you choose to do. Now, there's this new thing going where so many people are so professional and successful where they want to have children but not have the partners. Nowadays, well, you know, people are changing. World is and people are in it. The way that we think is changing. And so many people will beat me down. Look, it's a mistake. No, when you made it, it was a choice. It wasn't a mistake until something went very wrong. And so many of us, we don't know how to deal with the infamous mistakes that were the residual, were the result of a choice we made. Some children are called mistakes. If you catch a disease or something, it's a mistake. You choose to go out there and be, be very promiscuous and do all of that. You choose to go out there and enjoy your one-night stands without having any type of protection. Then when you catch something or you find out that you have something growing inside of you, it was a mistake. Over in our show chat room, Jean writes, a mistake should be a one-time thing. If you keep making the mistake, then you are continuing to make a choice. That's exactly right, Eugene. I had mentioned that earlier in the program. I'm like, no, 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 no. A choice is something that you do consciously. A mistake is something that you do unintentionally. There's a difference. There's a huge difference. 
And I need for us to understand that until we take accountability for our choices, you know, most people, if you want to talk about a mistake, everybody's like, well, it's a mistake. You know, you didn't mean to do it. You didn't do it again. You said you were sorry. Let's move on. But a choice, you did that with some thought. You know, I've done many shows about online dating. I love it. I call them date capades. I haven't been on one in a long time, but my daughter-in-law used to be my backup. And she's like, you're going on a date capade? I sure am. You can have the best night ever. You don't have to go to a hotel. You don't have to go back to his place, and you certainly don't have to invite him back, him or her or whatever, slipping your boat back to your place. You can have a good conversation with good food and laughter, maybe even go for a walk, enjoy the sights, go see some of the monuments or museums, wherever you are at that time. Go for a nice walk, talk some more, and then go your separate ways. You wake up in the morning next to a stranger. That's not a mistake. You chose to do it. That person says, get on up out of my bed and go. I know you didn't think that we were gonna. this was going to develop into something. I have a piece in my book about that. Let me see if I can find that piece in my book, Silent Noise Lip Service. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just so amazed that so many of us, we turn those choices into mistakes when they go awry. We can't learn. We can't move. We can't do anything. I need you all to understand this. Accountability comes with stepping up, looking in the mirror, talking to that person that you see and saying, you know what, let's just keep it real for a second. You know, this wasn't a mistake. This wasn't a mistake. We go out here, we, we find out, we look in the mirror, we see an extra wrinkle, we see an extra crack. Suddenly, oh my gosh, I'm getting old. I can't get old by myself. I need a warm body in my cold bed in the winter months. I need somebody that I can show off to the church women and my girlfriends and say, I got somebody. So you compromise. That's a choice too. Not a mistake. that quiet moment. I need you all to reflect on this. How many of you are masking your choices as mistakes? Clear shot example that everyone was talking about is when Melania Trump here, she had tried to go and see um, some of the children in some of those internment camps that they call them by a different name. And she wrote, uh, and she wore a jacket that said something about her not caring or, or something to that effect. And her people said, there's no hidden message, there's no hidden message, blah, blah, blah. Then here he comes saying, yeah, it was a hidden message, it was to media. Well, why are you mixing a message to media when you're supposed to be going to talk to these children who are already traumatized? So you're using that as an opportunity? That was a choice. It was not a mistake. She didn't say it. Her rep said, you know, there's no hidden message, you know. It's just a jacket and blah, 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 blah. It was done in bad. Yes, that's what it said, Simon. I don't care, do you? 
it was it was not it was not a mistake. Let her, let her husband tell it. It wasn't a mistake that she wore it, a bad choice, a bad decision. It was done intentionally, so it became a choice. See, this is how choices and mistakes, this is how they start to hurt people, how people get hurt behind these things. That started a firestorm. Thank you, Simon, for putting that up. I don't care, do you? Yes, I do care. Out of all the things to wear, that was probably the dumbest thing that I've seen on any wife of any president to wear ever. I don't care, do you? What? With all of the turmoil going on here, why would you even put on something like that in the first place? Her stylist should be fired. Was a mistake? No, it wasn't. It was a choice. We wanted to send a message to the media. Say what? People, we need to stop going around in life with our eyes wide shut. We are becoming blind in this country to everything. We are becoming blind in our own lives. We are becoming blind to our decisions. We're becoming blind to our own, um, what's the word I'm looking for, responsibilities. We are not taking responsibility for anything anymore. Everybody wants to cry foul when things go awry. We have to learn how to step up, take responsibility, take accountability for our choices. A mistake is a mistake. We can move on from those. But when you choose to do something, be prepared to take charge and responsibility for the ramifications of your choices. You choose that action real. You choose to stay where you are. Now, let me say this about when I say you choose to stay where you are. So many people say a lot of people are just stuck and they can't leave. Very few are in a position where they just cannot run. Very few are in a position where they just cannot run. Those people who stay longer than they should, those who happen to come out and survive, when you come down, well, I couldn't run. Well, why couldn't you run? Well, I ain't have nowhere to go. Well, there's people to help you get a place. Well, I ain't have no money. I, I ain't want to leave my house. When you get down to the real nitty-gritty and you start talking to people and you get them to dig deeply into their why, many people, more than most of us would like to admit to, many people, for all the wrong reasons, it becomes a choice. And the sad part is, back in the day, many, many, a couple decades ago, they'd say, well, you know, we tried to keep it together for the children. Now they're not even doing it for the children. They're doing it for all the material items, the clothes, the cars, the money, the, the, the houses, all of these things that don't matter. Lightning can strike a house and tear it up in a second. What, a, a year or so ago, a beautiful home, out in a place called Gambrels or somewhere, the tree caught on fire. They hadn't watered the tree properly. Lost almost the entire family. Took that mansion out in a matter of seconds, of minutes, actually. Huge house just gone. Grandchildren gone. Grandparents gone. Huge mansion gone. 
It was a mistake because nobody thought about watering the tree. That was a mistake that cost people a lot of lives. But then if you have the same situation where someone chooses to douse themselves with, with gasoline and then ignite themselves, that's a choice. So for insurance purposes, one is a payout. The other one is suicide, no payout. Just another example of choices versus mistakes. And as I said earlier, there's something called a mutual mistake in law. It's a mistake where both sides misunderstood. So you can go back to the drawing table and make everything right. You have bilateral, unilateral mistakes and agreements, things of that nature. But the bottom line is that the rules are differently are applied differently depending on whether it was a mistake or whether it was intentional. First degree murder is different from manslaughter. You have to understand these things. Stop masking your mistakes. Your choices, I'm sorry, as mistakes. Stop masking your choices as mistakes. Stand up. Talk to the person you see in the mirror first. Have that person to admit to their role and to prepare for the ramifications of that action of your choice. If you go out there and you wake up and discover that that one-night stand produced a child, you have to decide what you're going to do. That wasn't a mistake. Because you see, there's something called a domino effect. You choose to go. You chose to go out with a stranger. You chose to go back to wherever their home, your home, hotel, wherever. You chose to do that. And the residual of your choice is that you end up having a child. So you see, the child isn't a mistake. The child is a ramification of the choice that you made. Now, had you gone out and did this and you had protection and they had protection and somehow the protection just didn't work, you did everything that you were supposed to do and then something just went terribly wrong. You didn't intend to do that. See, a lot of people think that, you know, I didn't think that I would ever get pregnant, blah, blah, blah. Well, if you neither one of you is using protection and you're still at that childbearing age, hmm, yeah, I'm thinking you might have that there 50-50 chance that you might get. That's a choice. And then you just have to be prepared for the ramifications of your decision-making, your bad decision-making. Not a mistake. It's a ramification of a really bad choice. So that's our program for today. I want to thank you all over in Call Query for sticking it out with us. Hello, whoever you are on 646, 6439, last four digits, 6439. I've noticed you now um, for about a couple weeks now. I want to say a special shout out to you. Thank you so much for being here again. 
We hope that you stay, and now you're a member of our family. And if you have a topic or a subject you want to talk about, next week I think we're going to do open chat again. Um, If you come on board and you want to talk about something, or just to say hello and say hello to all of our people, Jean, uh, Miss Pretty, Simon, all of our listeners. You have a topic you want to talk about next week will be the time to come in and um, pick it and let us just have an open chat about it. Same thing, Simon, Eugene, um, Miss Pretty, uh, guest number three who's still hanging out in our chat room. If you have a topic you want to talk about, Next week would be the time to do that. And remember, tomorrow, uh, not tomorrow, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time for the Focus Females Global Jack Cafe, a returning guest, Marvin Anderson, will be coming back to uh, let us know what has happened in his life in the four and a half years since he appeared on uh, the Healing Through Hurt iTalk radio show uh, some time ago, four years ago to be exact, four and a half almost. So again, stand tall in your choices. Be prepared for the ramifications of those choices, but never mask them as a mistake because you cannot move forward as long as you're covering up your truth. And no one can fix that but you. So as always, I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. I also pray enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. Pray enough smiles to turn the frown that you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I pray enough strength and courage to face whatever may be knocking at your door, coming your way from this very moment and beyond. Walk in your truth. Stand proudly in your decision. And move on. Brush yourself off. Make amends, do whatever you have to do, atone, and move on. That is how we rise. You have that weight. When you have all of those infamous mistakes weighing you down, you can't move forward. And with all of those mistakes, how can you possibly make a good choice about anything if you're just masking everything as a mistake? Because you see, mistakes we may or may not learn from. When you make a bad decision or a choice, (laughs) let's hope that you're going to learn from them. Thank you, Simon. I'll see you on the other side of social media along with all of you, Miss Pretty. Hopefully I'll see you again next week. Um, Jean, I'll see you on the other side of social media as well. And to all of you, if you're a member of the Focus Females Group over on Meetup, please let me know that you're listening in on our programs. Uh, if we, I'm about to put up some more meetups there as well, I sent out an email to say that I'm coming down the wire. Um, I'll be starting my last year of school in October. Um, hopefully, prayerfully, I'll get that done, and we'll be able to move on next year and get back on track. I am planning on a uh, away trip, whether it be downtown Baltimore or Virginia, or Virginia Beach, or somewhere by the ocean, so that we can enjoy time celebrating. Um, Lord willing, I'll be able to finish this journey of my academics and um, we'll be able to move on to bigger and better things. So until next time, be well, be blessed. Continue to pay it and pray it forward. I'm C. Maria Wall. If you need us, our number is 202-618-2556. Our websites are 
thewallfoundationinc.org. That's thewallfoundationinc.org. My website is www.cmariawall.com. Both websites have a contact form that you can use if you want to reach out that way. Again, our number is 202-618-2556. Over on Facebook, if you'd like to join my professional page, it's Let's Grow with C. Maria. That's Let's Grow with C. Maria. Do a search for that. You should find my page there. Until next time, just remember, you're not walking this road alone. The road is always better when we have friends along. So may we continue our walk on the road less followed and less traveled. Let's do this. Let's make great things happen for the remainder of 2018 as we prepare for 2019. Remember your worth. Have an awesome, awesome, as I say, God awesome day, week, month. And I'll see you all soon. Be well, be blessed. Remember, you're not alone. Stand tall in your truth. Brush yourself off and move on. Till next time, I'll see you all. Hope to see you at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, U.S. Time. If not, come back and listen to the replay because that will be a riveting show that a lot of people need to hear. Take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.